Hello, Brian's and possibly not Brian's. This is all the Brian's. We're a Brian interviews Brian's, and this episode is brought to you by Gun Mouse, the premier bore scrubber product on the market today, run by Brian Jarozeski. Gun Mouse. If your gun ain't clean, it wasn't clean by Brian. And this episode's Brian is, dare I say, even more familiar with brains than most Brian's, as the bassist in a Nashville zombie band. Here's Brian. I'm Brian Williams, and I'm a bass player for a zombie band called Resistance Houseband. Amazing. Uh, we will get into, uh, you know, you sharing the, the, your name with a famous newscaster later, but first, I think we need to just dive right into, like, some of the zombie questions, and I think the first question that uh, everybody kind of wants to know is, like, what is, like, a zombie band? Uh, like, what does that mean, really? <laughs> well, like... A lot of times we, we will just kind of tell people we're a resistance house band, we sing songs about zombies, but there's, it's more, it's like kind of an entire storyline, so it's it's somewhat of like a soundtrack to a zombie apocalypse film of some sort. Like we actually have like songs about different characters, there's a storyline, you know, involved from like the mad scientist who releases the virus on the public because it's just what mad scientists do. Do I really need a reason why? Really need a reason? Do I really need a reason why? You're gonna die. And you may feel little pain when I modify your brain and I infect you with the zombie strain. Unless this mutation underway. A zombie slayer who is going around killing all the zombies and you know aggravating the scientists because it's messing with his experiments and he's basically killing off all of his pretty much lab projects. So I listened to uh, uh, Revenge of the Scientist this morning. It was a great, it's a great, uh, great thing to wake up to, you know, it really wakes you up. <laughs> and then uh, I'm looking up that you, uh, it looks like the first uh, one you've done, correct me if I'm wrong here, is Blame the Scientist, then They're Coming, then the Hermit singles, and now the latest is Revenge of the Scientist. Right. And uh, the um, Blame the Scientist is like, a, that's a really, really old recording. It was done... Uh, Done fairly cheap, but yeah. uh, that one's got, it's got a little bit more like comedy type writing on there. It's it's not. I mean, it does have some of the characters and stuff involved, uh, but that was a little bit before like the entire storyline sort of developed. Uh, okay, so I guess then the next question is, uh, where did this storyline come from? Which I guess then leads into just like, where did this band come from? <laughs> you know, like why? Like I guess it's like the kind of the why question. You know, like why a zombie band for you guys? Uh, and how many members do you guys have? Three. Like, We're a three piece. So you know, we got guitar and vocals, and then I'm I play bass, and then we have a drummer. So are you guys all like just really into zombie apocalypse scenarios? Are you like yeah? So where did this come from? Well, it was mainly influenced by a. Christmas book about it was like this children's book of like a Christmas zombie story that is kind of how it originated and it started off with just like comical songs about zombies like 
Yeah. You know, um, I think I'll blame the scientists. There's, there may be a, today's been a pretty good day, which kind of tells the story of like a zombie who's having the greatest day of his life. And he's like <laughs> eating old women and, uh, you know, people trying to kill him or whatever. But, yeah. you know, that's pretty much it kind of started off as a comedy, but then it just sort of developed into a storyline. Today's been a pretty good day. are really huge zombie fans like you don't like read zombie literature you know are not like zombie preppers for this <laughs> no 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 we're, we're not uh yeah we don't have a bug out bag or anything like that uh, but we you know i mean we have songs about like the conspiracy theorist who who is a lot like that but yeah uh we're more i think i think i like the horror that would probably more explain us would be something like the movie Scream. Okay. You know, where it's just kind of like a horror is sort of meant to be fun. And yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. the time's kind of stupid, you know. Like, yeah. Like it's a fun, it's a fun uh, thing to like, you know, just have it lyrically to have like. Right. Along with this sound that you guys have, it's just, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, oh, that's interesting. So like, I, I, someone I heard that there was like a. There was some sort of zombie convention in Nashville, like, in the last few months or something, and I guess, like, I was just curious, it's like, <laughs> are there then times when you have uh, this kind of, almost this theme, then you can, like, tap into, like, things like that that happen around Nashville, or, like, is there is there even a zombie music scene? I'm guessing no. No. <laughs> You're feeling a niche hole. <laughs> we very, very niche hole, and, yeah, we're... Yeah, we're probably the only band that does something like this, as far yeah. as I can think of. I mean, there's horror punk bands out there. Yeah. Uh, but none as silly as what, to the degree that we take it. So, like, the most, like, the the, the scene that you would overlap with the most, you would say, is, like, horror punk, or, like, kind of just punk in general in Nashville? Um, yes, thank you. Um, I wouldn't say we really even fit in with the horror punk genre, just because uh, a lot of those guys kind of take what they do a little bit more serious than what we do. Yeah, but you might end up in the same venues maybe, right? Or but like very much, share yeah. the same bills kind of a thing. Well, I mean, even here, just being in Nashville, it's kind of hard to find like rock bands that are, are similar to us too. So putting together a show where everybody kind of like fits what we sound like it yeah. can, be, can be pretty challenging. Like I imagine because like, uh, you know, you, you said you were born and raised in, uh, in Tennessee mm-hmm. and like, do you find it maybe is it harder to try to do like your type of sound in Nashville where it's overwhelmingly country the music scene compared to like another city of the same size? Very, very. Like I, if you were in another city of the same size, like let's say Minneapolis, you know, let's say whatever, mm-hmm. and you were doing your sound, like would there just be more venue options available to just do something like your sound? You know? I, I feel like now. I mean, Nashville's loaded with a lot of different venues, and there's there's several venues around here that. Yeah. that will support our sound that are completely fine with it uh, but it's overwhelmingly like a lot of southern rock a lot of like Led Zeppelin based bands and then of course you know downtown areas got a lot of like cover country bands and pop yeah and yeah like every I've only been here now two nights and every bar I've been to has like someone playing country music it seems like yeah it's loaded <laughs> with like singer songwriter nights and which you know our, our front man sort of goes to some of those from time to time yeah which is really fun to kind of watch because like 
I know there was one that I went to where there was somebody singing like a country song about driving on back roads. You know, your your stereotypical like country song. They had a great voice and everything. Like everybody was really good, but they were all serious relationship songs and yeah. poppy songs. And then he gets up and he's like, uh, "So I sing songs about zombies." And like the whole mood <laughs> of the room just like completely changed. Oh, I, I mean, I, yeah, I would love to almost kind of see that, like a zombie band come all of a sudden taking the stage at a place that just came from like a singer-songwriter country artist. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been on we've been on like shows that they have done that like just yeah like one band we we got booked in alabama with like a um kind of a bluegrass style band yeah so it, but luckily we were first and then it went from us to them but it was like night and day two different sounds yeah i mean do you so do your members uh like do you play do you play in other bands that are you know like have like a country sound in nashville like do you also like play on other gigs like that are more country to other members in your band the other two guys do country kind of styles at, at all no not really um it's like the band that you came from wasn't a country band no, no, <laughs> I've, I've stuck with mostly kind of rock influenced bands you know some a little heavier some a little more poppy yeah uh i, I prefer that i don't like playing slow down stuff country is yeah. kind of boring to me but I mean, I've played it before as like a fill-in or you yeah. know, if somebody's recording some stuff, I'll do it. But like full-time, it's just, that's not my... It's not your, not your personal style. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I had a... We met a somebody that was like a country artist the other day that's like... And he's even saying how like country music here is like changing from like... He went to some CMA festival and all the big new emerging artists were also like starting to rap and stuff like that and he was all pissed about that <laughs> yeah I think um, maybe Florida Georgia line or something like that is yeah, I notorious don't know. for that I, I don't listen to it enough to know but yeah you're seeing a lot of like fusion with like country and people bringing in Nelly as like a guest performer and, and, and a lot of the song structures and stuff too even in country is very similar to route uh, as well like there's a lot of like parallels between the two styles I didn't even realize that yeah 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 no it's kind of an aside but yeah uh, so you know you said you know none of you none of your art, uh, members are like really into like zombie literature or anything like that or like do you got you don't watch like the Walking Dead kind of a stuff or, like... that, that, we, we get that question a lot and we probably <laughs> disappoint a lot of people by saying we really don't like the Walking Dead I, I think out yeah. of the three of us I may have made it the furthest through like maybe season two yeah that's about as far as anybody's really gotten with the walking dead yeah uh, walking dead is probably too serious for us um, yeah 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 yeah. as far as like a zombie flick goes. no i like i like the humorous route you guys i, I mean I, I don't watch walking dead either sorry to any brian's out there that are uh hardcore into the whole zombie culture <laughs> that want some more uh, intensity here uh but like well what can you tell us any more about this, like, uh, scientist character? Like, the scientist is just, like, doing these horrible things and basically going, I'm, you know, he feels like he's done absolutely nothing wrong. Like, yeah. He's just a terrible person, but he's completely oblivious to how terrible he is because he's like, look at all these great things that we've accomplished through chaos, basically. And, <laughs> and so... You know, you have him. We also have, like, a conspiracy theorist who's a gun collector, and he's a guy that's like, look, I tried to tell you this was going to happen, but nobody listened to me, and now I've got the last life. 
he's he's a guy we call the hermit. So if you're oh, that's what the the hermit singles. The hermit singles. Is. Uh, okay, I was gonna yeah, I forgot to ask about that. Like, what because I understood the they're coming title of the other album, and I was like, but what is the hermit singles? What does that even mean? <laughs> the, the hermit is like our conspira- like our crazy old man who is a conspiracy. Oh, gotcha. Um, so do you uh, do you have any sort of visual el- like zombie elements on stage? At all? We don't get that campy to where we dress up or anything. Okay, so you're not taking the humor to like such a visual like way or anything. Um, for, occasionally on like special events, it, it's yeah. kind of it's it's really kind of hard to and and really it, you know we we normally play bands that just do normal music, so it yeah. it, it would really kind of look weird with you know, a group of guys that's like in full costume. But yeah. We're we're also like just to kind of the band name of like Resistance House Band is they're they're the guys that are like that entertain the people that are holed up in like a safe house. So like they're the house band for the Resistance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Typically, they're not going to be wearing costumes anyways. So it, conceptually, it, it wouldn't make sense. Right. <laughs> in a way, it really doesn't make sense for us to dress up, but. We've done stuff where, you know, like... Have you had, like, fans dress up sometimes or anything? Like, Unless it's, like, a special event, not really. Like, yeah. We, we did something, like, a while back, like, a zombie prom or a singer put on, like, a, a lab coat and sort of did the storyline in character of the scientist about the scientist, like, all the songs about him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, like, special events or something, you know, where it kind of calls for it, we'll, we'll do that. But, yeah. What uh? What's uh, the next album or anything that or like? Do you have new music that's not been like uh, released to uh, online yet? Uh, we've got a ton of stuff. It's like is there something new coming? Um, nothing new in the works as of right now. Okay. Uh, so mo- so you're doing live shows. It's mostly the the Revenge of the Scientists and the other stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, if you look at like if you were to listen to Revenge of the Scientists, uh, that that probably gives a better reflection of our storyline. Like yeah. You know the first the first song is Waiting List, which is kind of narrated by the uh, zombie slayer who uh, to explain that character to he's kind of just this dumb college kid that yeah. Uh, lost all of his friends in another song that we have called Teenage Vacation which is not recorded but uh, all of his friends kind of went out to a cabin on a vacation and the zombies kind of came out and killed all of his friends so it's just him he doesn't know anybody nobody knows him and he just decides well I guess my best route in life to take is just to kill all these things Um, so that in, in open season is kind of narrated by him and then think the scientist and blame the scientist is kind of the narration of like the mad scientist yeah some people are dying the cities and ruins but think of all the great things we have learned about motors Thank the scientists. Okay, so I have to ask this question for a friend. Okay. You can edit this out. Do, have you heard of the book Do Zombies Dream of Undead Sheep? A neuroscientific view of the zombie brain. I have not, but that sounds really interesting. I'll, I'll <laughs> okay, okay. Have to so we'll let him know. Uh, you never heard of that. Um, but uh, I guess, yeah, that's a, that's a good a relation to uh, the zombie brain. Do you, As a Brian, do you get like any, all sorts of 
you know, zombie brain Brian jokes amongst your band members? And um, <laughs> no, but I should, you know, because it's been kind of a lifelong curse of misspelling of. Brian. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it only makes sense as somebody who gets her name spelled brain to join a zombie band, really. But. Yeah, it's almost like you found like a weird calling for your. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's like your favorite place to play in Nashville? Like as far as a venue. Um. Some of our better ones, like uh, the Cobra, which is over on East Nashville, is, is we've had some really good shows there. Uh, yeah. Springwater is uh, has always been pretty cool to us. We we really have bad shows at, at Springwater as well. And it's like a old dive bar. It's like the oldest bar in Nashville. Um, oh really? It's been like in a couple of music videos. Springwater. Uh, Springwater. So it could be a fun place like to anybody that's visiting Nashville to just go see any kind of show there. It might be a cool experience. Oh uh, man. Yeah. Or it's hit or miss, you know, depending it, it, on. It's yeah, hit yeah. or miss, uh, but it's still a really cool place. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Black Keys had a music video filmed there. Oh, cool, cool. Um, was it Little Black Submarine, I think, was filmed there. And then, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, like, another pop artist did some music videos there, too, but it's, it's, uh, it's a historical place. Yeah, no, that's not, that sounds uh, yeah, like an interesting place, but you probably won't be playing then on, like, the, the country street. I, I was... What is it, the, like, is it, like, some place, like, I don't know, Bro- was it Broadway that's, like, uh, where all these, like, country okay, bars yeah, are? that would be downtown. Broadway, that will never happen. You're, you're not going to play in one of those, like, like <laughs> or something. You're, yeah, you're definitely not going to see us in any of those. Yeah, so to paint a picture of that area is, like, we were walking down there, and it seems like every, like, famous country artist, like, has now their na- like their own bar. It's very weird. It's, like, there's, like, the Luke Bryan bar, and then there's, like, the... Kid Rock bar, there, right. there's like the Dirks Bentley bar, and it's just like there are pictures everywhere inside. Like, or that's what I mean. I didn't go to any of them, but that's what I heard from right. <laughs> some friends in our group that went to some. <laughs> well, uh, with a ton of people wearing cowboy boots and cowboy hats, even though nobody here in Tennessee wears either one of those on a daily basis. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you won't find the uh, the Resistance House band playing at any of those times anytime no, soon. No, I, I, I'm pretty sure if like if we were to email them and ask a book something, we we would get a pretty big laugh yeah. out of that. So. <laughs> So how long have you been playing a uh, bass? So, like, uh, what is uh, kind of your background as a musician? Um, well, you know, I started when I was I started on like just a regular acoustic guitar when I was probably sixteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was really big into Hendrix when I was little, so that yeah. was kind of what pushed me into playing music. Uh, I don't come close to playing as a guitar anywhere near like him, but. Eventually, I just transitioned to a bass because, like, some friends of mine yeah. were trying to get a band started and just need a bass player. And, yeah. Uh, I bought a bass and, and kind of taught myself and kind of over time just learned to really love the instrument. And, um, you know, I was in kind of a... Uh, Where were you from originally again? Um, well, a small town called Lewisburg uh, okay. here in Tennessee. So. What direction from Nashville is that? Uh, it would be 50 miles south of Nashville. 50 miles south. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, I've, I've grown up here in the area, and, and it wasn't until, like, I moved out of that town, because it was, like, a small farm town, and, yeah. you know, musicians were not a common thing, but when I moved to, went to college at MTSU, which is a big recording industry school, like, oh, nice. I, I got around a lot more people who played music, and... So you, you know, played in some college bands and stuff like that, or? Yeah, they they did mostly covers while I was in college. It wasn't until I probably graduated that I joined a band that sort of did originals. And, yeah. Uh, 
I think in between that band and the band I'm in now, I did a lot of like, blues is really big here, so I did a lot of sit-ins and stuff with people, uh, playing like open jam nights. Yeah. And uh, which eventually led to like a, you know, a band that was kind of a rock band uh, before joining this one, and then our singer moved back to Texas to be closer to family, so that band disbanded, and I got, I ended up joining a zombie band. <laughs> nice. So, so do you, uh, um, are, are you planning on, like, uh, staying in Nashville for a while, or is, like, are, are you guys gonna, are, are do you ever plan on, like, do you ever think of, like, you're gonna maybe move to another city for a different music scene at any point? Here in Nashville, you're not gonna make a whole lot of money, because I mean, there's so many bands just trying to play out, like, yeah. They really don't have to pay musicians here, but like if you play out of town, a lot of times you can make small change, but not enough to pay rent. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so do you and do you plan on staying in Nashville in the foreseeable future? Then probably. Um, yeah. This this is still like even though it's like predominantly like a lot of country and a lot of southern rock and stuff, it, it's still a good place to play. Pray to any. To be a musician music. in general. To be a yeah. musician in general. Cool. Uh, because there are a lot of like mixed indie bands and stuff that, that play here and there's a lot of people that move from like Boston yeah. uh, that have bands that play here and they you know they do just as well here as they do in Boston so any, as, a, as a musician do you have any interesting anecdotes uh, you, you want to share about any shows <laughs> um, well you know we have really good ones and, and we can have some really bad ones uh, yeah I think some of, if I was to talk about some of my favorites, like we played at a Middle Tennessee anime convention. Oh, really? Like two straight years, and those were a lot of fun. Uh, just for the fact, you know, we got to hang out at like a convention and you know, went to some of the. An panels, anime convention. An anime convention, yeah. Okay. Um, so those were actually like really fun. Uh, you know, most of our shows are typically just standard, like. You know, sets that every other band around here is doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we did a uh, like a do-it-yourself type of festival out in West Tennessee like a few years ago, and uh, that one is is kind of an entertaining story. We, we were slated last that night, but it just rained the entire day. Um, but eventually, it quit and. The only thing that I had was, it was an outdoor festival, so you brought a tent, and the only thing I had was like a hammock and a uh, tarp <laughs> that I kind of like tied to two trees, and right before we were supposed to go on that night, uh, just this huge thunderstorm like came through, so we got pushed into the next day, but right before that, I drank like a five-hour energy drink and had like <laughs> a, a soft drink on top of that. So there was no way I was going to sleep anytime soon. So I spent that night just kind of laying in a hammock, watching it lightning and thunder and pouring down rain, uh, <laughs> while I was, you know, trying to go to sleep. It, and you know, ended up getting like cold and having to walk to like a gas station down the road and bought like socks that, were, like these knee-high tube socks with a Lucky Charm print on it. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we run into situations like that all the time, and, and a lot of times, you know, it's like some of these don't go the way you want them to, but in, in the end, they're kind of funny. Like when you look yeah, back you like at look them. back on it's like these just like bizarre anecdotes from just like playing gigs, you know? Right. Yeah, and you know, we've had some like 
we had a zombie walk uh, in Nashville like last year during October, and kind of last minute they they got in touch with us and said, hey, you should show up and play. Well, things kind of got turned around with it because there was some unforeseen things that happened with like some protests that were happening in like neighboring towns that sort of pulled in like that- Metro Police. Oh, oh uh, weird. It was like a political uh, protest. It was like one of those... Wait, so there was a zombie walk, but that it was just coincidentally was kind of clashing with some other protests for something else. There, there was like a, yeah, like this, like this political protest that was happening in like the next county over. Uh, oh. But like they ended up pulling some of Metro Police down, so they weren't able to spare the resources to block traffic and stuff for everybody to do the zombie walk. So they were kind of just having a wing it that day. Um, we were supposed to play and we kind of showed up and we ended up being kind of disappointed because just like it just wouldn't work out for us. So, uh, like, like basically they like the show kind of had to be scrapped because of the, pro- the other protests going on? Yeah, just a lot of like things kind of got turned around and we just kind of got scrapped off of it. So, oh, man. Like, you know, going to, we were pretty excited, but when we you know left, we were pretty disappointed. And, of course, right after that, you know, we're, we're sort of let down and, and, you know, pretty bummed about it. And we go to this place called Knockout Wings uh, and to eat. And, like, one of the guys was, like I said, we're, we're pretty disappointed about it. And he's like, Man, I just kind of want to sit here and stare at the walls for the rest of the day. And right about the time he said that, kitchen staff breaks into, like, a fight. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, well, guess it's time to go. And it was just like nothing was going right for us that day. But oh, shit. And like, I mean, you know, these bad shows and things that kind of flop like that, they end up becoming like funny stories to tell. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we imagine. we take the good with the bad. Yeah, I've never been a musician, but I always imagined that it would be kind of this like funny, just like stories and just like kind of this weird bonding thing with like your, the people you play with, like. Oh. When you play bad shows, and as well as when you play the good ones. <laughs> I, I will say, like being a musician, it, I've met so many people doing it and made yeah. so many friends from it. Uh, so I mean, it's it definitely has its benefits. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> where can uh, where where can people find uh, your next shows? Um, Hopefully get this episode out soon enough uh, for your next shows. Um, coincidentally, uh, Springwater, March 22nd. Um, okay, so that, that venue you mentioned, that was right. pretty cool. Okay, yeah. Okay. Wish I could be here for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're, we're actually playing with a band that toured with the Toadies, which Toadies is kind of oh, a yeah, band I've heard of them. that's yeah, yeah. like one of our big influences too, so... Uh, that should be a pretty fun show. Should be a good one. Awesome, man. Well, hopefully uh, some brines out there are in the neighborhood can catch that. <laughs> um, so let's just dive into those brine questions then. I uh, heard that you actually are um, an Anthony, but, yeah, I mean, actually you're a brine because you go by Brian. Right. You know, it's in all your, like, identifications online and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, but so did you decide to go by your middle name, Brian, instead of Anthony, because Brian is clearly the better name? Is that basically what, what no, it came down to? I, I think that was just how my parents wanted to go about it. Uh, I believe that was decided at birth. So. Wait, wait, so they named, I thought your middle name was Brian. My middle name is Brian, and my parents decided to have me go by my middle name. Oh, so your, yeah. your parents <laughs> gave you basically a middle name that they decided should be your first name. Right, right. <laughs> 
Okay, so they realized that maybe they made a mistake, and they should have named you Brian first name. Uh, possibly, <laughs> especially now that I've grown up and, like, complained about, like, whose idea was this? Because, like, it, it makes it hard for, like, appointments and, and things like that when I show up and I'm like, I'm either Anthony or Brian in your system, you know, because... Yeah, oh, I can imagine, yeah. <laughs> um, so... But do you know why they even gave you the name Brian just in general? Um, I've asked that question and never really got a clear answer. I, I think yeah. they just like the name. Yeah, so it doesn't have anything to do with maybe ancestry with being Irish with Brian or Italian for Anthony, any of that. Do you have any Irish ancestry? Because the um, name Brian is comes from that area. I don't think so, uh, as far as I know. Now, my dad's name is Tony, and I think that's where Anthony came from. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, 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 that makes sense. <laughs> so, um, I'm pretty sure that's where the first name came from, and I think the middle name was just... Something they liked. They, just something they liked, yeah. I mean, they were just drawn, naturally drawn to it, as many people are. Uh, do they, <laughs> you know why they spelled it with an I versus a Y? Um, I mean, I guess if you don't know the, the, uh, the whole reason, then probably not that reason, right? I'm not sure, yeah. Okay. Um, so, are you a fan of... Now, let's get into, like, you know, you share the name... Brian with a famous newscaster Brian Williams. Right. Are you a fan of his? And I'm also I'm just curious as like, did the association of, of with him him go from being a nice association to a bad association after his scandal, or like what are your thoughts on him? Oh man, well I know, and it, it's kind of funny you bring it up. Like <clears throat> I know for a long time, like I would see somebody with a similar name that was associated with someone who did something really horrible yeah and I'm and I, I used to think thank god my name's associated with someone who doesn't like isn't a horrible <laughs> person and, and not long after that like you know he had the whole scandal and stuff um people from time to time would like crack a joke about it but you know I I think people have sort of moved on and forgot about it by now yeah yeah I think it's been long enough but yeah it's one of those weird things where it's like I don't know where I stand on it like I don't know if I'm hashtag free Brian Williams. Like, did he actually... Because memory is weird in ways where you can just start to convince yourself other things happened in your life that weren't, weren't true. Was he... Did he succumb to that thing subconsciously or was he just blatantly being an egotistical person and saying he was in this helicopter that went down? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think we all naturally kind of want to, like create a bigger story than, yeah. than what we are and, and considering he's like a newscaster he's also a storyteller and yeah. probably let his imagination kind of get away from him and you know make something that, that wasn't which isn't exactly ethical for a newscaster but yeah yeah you know, I, I still think it's kind of a human thing to do yeah so i don't know where i stand on hashtag free brian williams but uh you know, as a Brian Williams, it's 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 interesting to hear your take on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I remember when he like was sort of coming back into the news world. Uh, yeah. Did he get hired by like MSNBC or something? Is where he went to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I didn't keep up much with it. I just remember seeing on Twitter that he was going on to like another news station, and I just kind of commented to do the name proud. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you say you, you you commented on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so so as, a a, Brian Williams, yes. as a Brian Williams, yes. <laughs> you got to stand up for your fellow man. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what about uh, what about siblings' names? Where does Brian fit? In? Do you have any siblings? Or I have a younger brother named Brandon. So. Brandon. Oh yeah. wow. So kind of similar. I mean, right. well, you got that. You know, luckily uh, you yeah, you got the 
you got the better one. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> have you uh, have you named anything? Uh, any like pets or children? You name your guitar, your bass? Did you? Uh... <laughs> Uh, no, and I don't name any of my instruments. It's, it, you know, it's basically just, it's my bass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so two-part question, dead or alive. Um, one other Brian to meet, who would it be? And then favorite Brian of all time. What was the first one again? Uh, one other Brian to meet, and then favorite Brian of all time. Dead or alive. Dead or alive. It's a good question. And I can, uh... Honestly, Brian Williams, it, it'd probably be like my favorite just because of just the jokes that are involved with him. You know, <laughs> of just having like the same name as like a famous celebrity. Yeah. Um, you have a natural kinship to him, probably. <laughs> very much, yeah. And I, he's the most popular, Brian Williams. I think there's been like, I've seen a football player named Brian Williams. Oh, I bet. I mean, it was, Williams is a pretty common last very, name, too. Yeah. So. And uh, on top of, like, I think a guy played in the NBA uh, that was the first one. Okay. Uh, that was uh, another, like, Brian Williams. Uh, I, I'd have to say my newscaster, you know, even though he kind of, <laughs> like, pulled a, an unethical stunt, like, a few years back, it, uh, he's still kind of a favorite to refer to. So what about uh, uh, Brian to meet? Brian to meet. Yeah. And I can pull up a, a cheat sheet here. Oh, definitely Brian Epstein. Brian Epstein, that's to be you want to meet. Yes. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. You have that. Are you like a fan of the Beatles, or are you just just in general, you're like one of. Just in general, of anybody that like you know discovered and managed such a huge band, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. would be it would be pretty interesting to kind of sit down and have a conversation with. Yeah, he'd be a good one. Okay, so here's a here's a trivia question. Um, not music related. I probably should have found a music related one, but uh, Brian De Palma, so the director um, who directed Scarface, but he actually dropped out of filming what film to direct Scarface? Uh, if you don't know, it's off the top of your head, I can give you multiple choice. Give me multiple choice. Okay. So, Trading Places, Risky Business, or Flashdance? Flashdance sounds like a ridiculous film. I'm gonna go with that one. Oh man, you, you got it right. <laughs> I was surprised. I was like, Brian De Palma was gonna direct Flashdance. Uh, that sounds like <laughs> something I would back out of. So <laughs> apparently, I mean, he said he loved the, he got the Scarface script and he just loved it enough that he had to drop out to direct it. But I also kind of just like, why were you? Yeah, why were you directing Flashdance? <laughs> and I also want to imagine the uh, what. What would be the Brian De Palma version of Flashdance? Like, what would that film have looked like, you know? Right. <laughs> that could have been interesting. Um, okay, so here's a harder question. If you had to choose a first name other than Brian, uh, what would it be? Well, I've never thought of that question. Just cause kind of get accustomed to your name. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard one. Yeah. So, like, you just had to choose something, you know. Go into your head, you know. What comes to mind? Maybe Andrew or something. Andrew, okay, okay. Definitely not as good as Brian. Um, overall, <laughs> would you say that being a Brian has been a plus or a minus in your life? Uh, I feel like it's been a plus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially kind of having like a first and last name is so common. Yeah. You have, and you have that tie to your your natural calling of the brain. Uh, right. You know, um, which then is, uh, leads me into then 
Any memorable instances of your name being misspelled, Brain? Like, do you have any traumatic incidences of this happening? In or middle just school, uh, our yearbook has spelled my name Brain Williams. <laughs> in middle school? <laughs> uh, we had a yearbook, and like, and I'm and I'm not the only Brian in, you know, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade that's in this thing. Yeah. But of all the people, they pick mine to like misspell his brain. <laughs> uh, and, and you like, just yeah, you just had the bad luck at that time, or or that was the the thing that set you on your path to a zombie baseman. <laughs> yes, and I've had jobs too where you like communicate with people, and I've always said that they. I can always tell when they were angry with me when they spelled my name Brain in an email. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> no, yeah, it happens nonstop. I, uh, it's funny. I actually just found out this morning that on my uh, our wedding like save the date email that went out to all our friends and family, my wife, the email subject line was Alicia and Brain wedding, Brain. <laughs> Brain's wedding, and I didn't know about this until my my mom told me from an aunt she, t- she was trying to get away with it she, right. had, uh, she hadn't gotten found out until this morning <laughs> but uh, yeah it happens to all of us hopefully nothing too traumatic um, but yeah do you still have that yearbook? I do somewhere yeah I hope you have it I hope you have it like yeah. frame some <laughs> um, looking back at all the brides you met in your life do you believe there are any shared common characteristics or personality traits that might stem from being a Brian? I feel like in school growing up, like a lot of my really close friends shared a kind of a similar name. Uh, I'm not sure what, I guess sense of humor mostly uh, is something <laughs> I shared a lot. I, I know at least like growing up in school. I can see that. I can see that. We uh, we all kind of have a, I mean, you, you did a zombie band that was, you know, about the humor <laughs> in yeah. the beginning, not too serious so it kind of reflects in there for sure and I mean considering your name is constantly misspelled you, you definitely learn at a young age to take it in stride yourself. if you were to get right. mad every time you'd be just a very angry person all the time exactly yeah <laughs> okay so let's uh, you know let's end with any message that you'd like to say to all the Brian's out there uh, have fun and laugh more have fun and, and laugh and more laugh more yeah especially nice nice okay so that was a uh, that's Brian Williams, uh, bassist in a zombie-themed uh, band, or a band that sings songs about zombies. And he, you can catch him uh, March 22nd at Stillwater, Spring. Springwater in Nashville. All right, thanks, Brian. Thank you. <laughs>